Good morning. It's Thursday, September 14th. I am back to normal schedule. And my LA trip got canceled. So you got me until the middle of October on a regular schedule. Other than like if I take a vacation because I want to go hiking. But yeah, from this day, uh, when the market's open, I'll do a podcast. I'll do a newsletter. uh, I'll do the YouTube live. I'll do YouTube. Whole deal. My apologies. I think it's been about a week and a half. Uh, Maybe a week. Um since I've been on. And I know I've been getting messages. Uh, Thank you guys for sticking with me. I appreciate it. Um, Let's talk about TrendSpider. They just got off that Labor Day sale, and now they got another sale. It was a question on YouTube Live. Do I have to pay for TrendSpider? Yes, you have to pay for TrendSpider. Uh, TrendSpider is a, a technical analysis program. It's a charting program. It is what I use. If you're listening to this podcast or if you're watching on YouTube, it is exactly, I mean, I will set you up. So the difference is sign, just signing up for TrendSpider, you kind of get in there. And if you know what you're doing, you can do the, um, you know, it's not plug and play. You kind of got to know about charting. You kind of got to know about which uh, moving averages you want to look at. You kind of got to know about a lot of things. The difference in signing up just for TrendSpider or signing up through me is I provide you my algorithms, the two algorithms, 65-minute and the four-hour algorithms. So you can do long-term on the four-hour, you can do swing trades, or you can day trade, 65-minute algorithm. I'll show you both. But I provide you links to those where you import them. I also provide you watch lists. Now, the watch lists that I have are all up here on the right-hand side. You can see there is the uh, core investments, cover to call ETFs. These are the um, uh, JEPI and spy eye and all of those things energy names that i trade this is like exxon uh pxd uh devon all of that stuff levered etfs this is tqqsqqq it's a huge list uh low-cost vanguard etfs so if you want to just buy and hold and you want to know when to get in transpider is a great great tool to do that i provide you low-cost vanguard etfs you can use my algorithm to know when to get in Spider sectors, these are the XLV, XLX, XLK, uh, all of those XL, um, these are sectors, so the sectors of the S&P. I provide you all of those. I do not provide you some of these because they're uh, personal lists, like this not owned list. I ain't providing you that one. Hell no, I ain't providing you that one. You know why I ain't providing you that one? Because it's risky. These are ones that I have on my watch list that I look at. But if you want to sign up for TrendSpider, the elite level is really what you want. It's 35% off. My normal coupon gets you 25% off. It's 35% off for the next three days. Three days, 15 hours, and 42 minutes. It's $507 for the year. So, And you get a seven-day free trial. That's the great part. Absolutely great part. If you don't like it, you know, just get rid of it for seven days, after the seven days. I would suggest it's a Thursday today. If you're going to sign up for it, sign up for it today because then you got the weekend to play with it. You got the weekend to import all of my uh, my tools <clears throat> and to basically just plug and play. If missing me for the last week hasn't taught you one thing, it is that I may not be around. So you might as well get in on my system uh, and understand, okay, here's, here's point and click on TrendSpider. And it's a great tool. I would not sell it if it was not a great tool. Uh, I am in talks with um, a fundamental um, uh, website that I'm showing you now, uh, Seeking Alpha. I'll probably sign the contract next week. I've been playing around with Seeking Alpha. Uh, I'm going to become an affiliate of theirs. So if you want to wait for a fundamental, I'll have an offer for that one probably next week. Um, I'll sign that. But I have been playing around with it. Remember, 
uh, trend spider is more technical trading. Uh, something like uh, Seeking Alpha, which is free. You can try out the free version. Uh, but Seeking Alpha gives you a, a leg up when you pay for it uh, in that it's, it's a fundamental look at things. And they have AI in there. They have um, some portfolio management stuff. So TrendSpider just is a charting software program. So it backtests things. When I talk about uh, algorithms, it doesn't predict the future. It just bases things on the past. So it's a, it's a leg up, an absolute leg up. But yes, they're having a sale. So And yes, you need to pay for it. Let's talk about the S&P. Uh, S&P heat map yesterday. You can see Microsoft was up 1.2. Oracle was up 2%. I think or we'll talk about Oracle in a little bit, the chart. Uh, I think the sell-off is crazy. I agree with Jim Cramer, but we'll talk about that when we get into the inverse Cramer news. <clears throat> NVIDIA up 1.3%. Amazon was the big winner, 2.56%. You can see Schwab. Schwab, huge, huge loser of late. Uh, I'll kind of, I'm going to put that down in the list. Let me put that down in the list to go over um, because I do not think, I mean, I'm holding that one, but probably should have gotten out in the 60s. Um, but yeah, that those are the ones that look outstanding to me kind of on this heat map. Um, let's talk about some of the fundamental news that came out. Europe raised their rates by 025 the big news and, and the reason stock futures jumped in the morning, they indicated they are halting for now. That's huge because if the ECB is holding uh, and Europe is holding, America probably will pause too. Now, on the opposite side, August PPI, producer price index, was up super high. This means inflation is still running hot because the cost of our goods is actually going up. This may uh, cause the Fed to raise again in September next week. So you kind of got to balance these things. You got to kind of make a determination. Hey, uh, if, if we actually do halt, that right now the, the market's pricing in an absolute zero, um, that, that the Fed doesn't do anything in September. If they raise, we're probably going to see a, a market reaction of down. In my mind, that provides an opportunity. Uh uh, but it, again, you know, through all of these raises, the down one, and then if, if PPI and CPI are running hot again in, in, in uh, October, then we might see an even further uh, rate increase. Uh, they have indicated that they want to do the Volcker move, which is just kill inflation. That's their directive, kill inflation. The job market, on the other hand, jobless, uh, jobless list claims came in uh, at 220,000, 5,000 less than expectations, means the job market is still strong. The 10-year bond, when this was announced, went from 4.22 to 4.27. When bonds go up, equities go down. Just understand that. That is why people recommend a 60-40 portfolio. I do not have a 60-40 portfolio. I hate bonds. I am not even buying bonds at 5%. I probably should be. But I'm not buying bonds at 5%. So that's what it is. I mean, you know, overall, the market is having problems. You can see from the SPY right here, we're in an ascending wedge, but it's just freaking going up and down. These are the rapids. I, I call them the rapids. If you've ever been tubing on a, on a river and you're just kind of floating there, and then all of a sudden the rapids come up and you, 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 know, you got some excitement, and then you get to the end of it, that's where we're at right now. We're in the rapids. And, and, and until we get above this gap at 456, we're just going to continue to go. But the good news about SPY and the good news about QQQ, we'll look at the weekly on, on SPY. You're not even close 
to the all-time highs, which was January 2022, um, December. Oh, we've failed to save your workspace. Interesting. But this is a... Uh, this is spy up here. You can see 470 something, and we're only at 446. If we go to the queues and we look at the short term, um, oh, hold on one second. Oh, you guys get, oh, I got to re sign in. That's why they logged me out. Um, fantastic. We'll go to the default workspace uh, and we'll go to QQQ. I got to go to the strategy tester, four hour. This is basically what you're going to do if you get TrendSpider is you just log in and play with it. Uh, QQQ. Here is QQQ. You can see the same as the SPY. Um, this is sending wedge. We're at 374. Uh, you got a gap up here to 382. If we go to a weekly, you'll see we're not even showing kind of weakness. We're just above that, that, that nine day. The all-time highs back here in December 2021, 399. So you're about 5, 6, maybe 7% below where your all-time highs are. Your MACD just crossed down. You're just kind of fluttering. It's the rapids. You know, boom, 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 boom. You take a, a leg down because rivers always flow down uh, downstream. So then you, you had this leg up from uh, January 2023 all the way up to July kind of just fluttered in the in the, the same thing so in my mind don't deploy big money until you know where we're going there's no reason to to risk stuff right now you can day trade uh you can swing trade but big money uh for long term i just kind of hold off you do have confirmation in some stocks pick and choose which ones you want uh let's talk uaw is going on strike at midnight that means Ford, that means GM, that means Stellantis here in this country. It also means Tesla, but it doesn't mean that Tesla is going on strike because Tesla is not a union shop. So um, uh, I'll go over all of these charts for GM. I won't go over Stellantis just because I'm, I'm not a big fan of Stellantis, but uh, I do think it's a good stock. I just think Ford, G Ford and GM are traders. I think Tesla is just one that you buy and hold, but I don't buy and hold it. Um, you know, I own the, through the ETF XLY, but here's Ford and I do own a bunch of Ford, um, that Weeble has given me. And if you haven't signed up for Weeble, the link is down below. Um, but Weeble has given me a bunch of Ford. I am way down on this because I, I wasn't allowed to sell it and there's some rules around stuff. And so I'm still holding it. Uh, but you have confirmation here. I mean, you got all the way down to 1196. You're at 1264. We're heading to the gap at 1320 if they go on strike. And by the way, not if, when they go on strike at midnight, because I do think that they will strike. I think the market takes a little hit because the, the auto industry is a huge, huge industry. There's a reason Obama bailed them out in 2007, 2008. Uh, I think one in every 11 jobs in this country has some connection to the auto industry. That's how big it is. It's all parts suppliers, you know, all the used people, used uh, car parts stuff. So it's an enormous, enormous industry. And by the way, the U.S. taxpayers uh, actually made pretty good use of that recovery money um, because they got it back from GM. I wouldn't have bailed them out, but that's just me. Uh, they're not a very good company. But here, here, here it is. We're, we're going to use this 200-day. As the resistance level, you can see yesterday kind of bounced off uh, up here in the morning of 1291. It hit it exactly 1291. Uh, it hit it, didn't kind of hold it, kind of went down, 
today in the morning. We'll see in a couple of minutes where it opens up at. It's at 12.58 right now. So you're down in this area um, right now. So you're not, you may use that 200 day today. I would expect this one to be down because they're going on strike. So I don't think it's one to get into, uh, but keep an eye on it because if they do go on strike, I would expect a rather quick um, uh, quick uh, resolution to it. So I think these two could pop. GM, on the other hand, you got this 3291, you're at 3367, you're nowhere close to your 200 day at 3528. Anybody that knows about EVs knows GM is absolute crap when it comes to EVs. Uh, your volume weighted average price is about $34, but if we move this back to sometime April 3rd, say, uh, your VWAP is up here at the 235.31. So it's not a bad one to buy if you know you could buy it and hold it around the 200 day and just trade it. Because if we go to a weekly, let's go to a weekly and we'll see. See that bar right there? You can see it hits that bar. I put this in a while ago. Probably 2022, I would say, is where I say, hey, it's going to use this as resistance. Well, look at the 200-day. The 200-day hasn't moved. It's using the 200-day as resistance now. So that bar actually moved down. Uh, I would say that 200-day at 40 is your absolute resistance. I would probably be selling at 39 before it got to 40 if you're going to trade this one. Now, Tesla, on the other hand, here's the, 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 the benefit for Tesla. And it's not going to benefit them a ton. But if we have a prolonged strike, Tesla is still making cars. Tesla is lowering the price of their cars. I wouldn't put it past uh, Elon to have a UAW strike sale and promote it some way of that, where he has a sale for uh, you know the, the other people that are on site. Hey, if you're a UAW worker and you want a Tesla, uh, I'm going to give you 10% off. <laughs> Uh, something of that sort, because I know you're on strike and you don't have an income and you might as well have a car. I mean, what what puts him uh, over this one? I, I l- Listen, the guy's the biggest troll that on the internet right now. 271 is where it's trading at. We talk about this all the time. The gap that got up there um, to 288, going to get filled. 240 was the buy point. If we look at a long term of this one, uh, if you want to buy and hold, you're just around the 200-day. You can see that 50-day is bouncing off the 200-day. I wouldn't expect a death cross. The last death cross that happened was 2019 when they were talking about um, a bankruptcy. The stock was at 20. If you had bought on the last death cross at 20, you've 100 times your, your, your money. Well, 10 times. I'm sorry, 10 times, not 100. Your boy's not good at math. Come on. Give me a break. But yeah. So I, I would not put it past. Now, do I think in what, um, four years time that you're going to be at 2000 per share? I don't think so. I think you might be at, you know, 800, 700, uh, depends on a lot of factors, but I do think Tesla is moving forward. I think that 50 day coming back down to the 200 day is an opportunity to buy. That would be my thing. Uh, good read about Buffett and Munger. I posted it on the private Facebook group. I'll put it in the newsletter as well. Uh, I like this article. It's short, really easy read. Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. Epic success is down to three key things. Howard Mark says three things. I liked it. Uh, I like that one. Um, Trendspider has a new indicator. 
the Chande Absolute Trend Strength Indicator by uh, Tusher Kant Chandi. Uh, I guess Chandi Absolute Trend. Uh, it's an interesting one. Um, go and watch this video. I'll post it in the newsletter. It is on Trend Spider's uh, YouTube page. Um, I like this. Introducing chats. The Chande Absolute Trend Strength Indicator. Absolute Trend Strength Indicator. I like it. Uh, I like this indicator. Again, there's a lot of customized things in um, in TrendSpider that you can do. Uh, I like it. It's great. I mean, they continually, they don't up your price. You buy it for a year. They don't up your price. It just keeps going kind of the way, you know, and they add a bunch of stuff to it. Uh, but this new one, I, I actually like. Uh, okay, let's talk about some stocks now, so some individual stocks. Mara, uh, it was under 10. Did you get in under 10? Because right now it's at up 5% at $10.32. Um, we had a sell. We have not had a buy. I want to indicate the only reason I'm saying this is I've said it for, for months. Buy it under 10 and sell it over 10. And look, if you bought it under 10 here, you had this huge run-up of 60%. I think you buy it under 10. You just had this death cross. So you're definitely taking a chance. Take some lunch money, like Sherry says. Good morning, Sherry. Uh, you know, a couple hundred bucks. You could make, you know, 50, 60 bucks off of that. Uh, it's like betting on a football game. Uh, that's what, that's what Mara is, but it's under 10. Dexcom. I noticed that Dexcom was moving. Um, we talked about Dexcom. This is the, uh, the, the insulin, uh, delivery system for diabetics. 101.13, you're at 106. It's got its confirmation. Um, you know, I, I, this, this yellow line that you see up here was where I told my dad, Hey, Buy it underneath here and sell it over over this. So if you bought it 115, probably still holding. If you bought it 105, probably still holding. Bought it 101. I know he's got access to this stuff, so maybe he's buying on all these. He's got a pretty large position in Dexcom. It's it's worked really really well. Um, if we look at the weekly on this one, you can see the stock chart. It just came back down to the 200 day. And in 2022, it came down to the 200-day, and you were trading at 74. You went all the way up to 120, 140. So you got close to doubling your money in a couple of years. Uh, pretty good, pretty good move there. Netflix, uh, it is down. Uh, it is down over five percent yesterday. Uh, it is down another one percent today at 405. The CFO warned that the ad business is still in its early stages and not material to the business. Uh, he warned about this at a conference. Um, he said new subs are steering towards their ad-free business, uh, which makes it harder for them to build the ad business. So good news is they're getting new subscribers at a higher rate. Bad news is they want to build this ad tier, but they don't have enough subscribers to actually build the ad tier. So... It's kind of a catch-22. You're at your 200-day. On the four-hour algorithm here, you're at your 200-day. I've said this many times before. This gap up here to 471, it's going to be filled. It's going to be filled at some time. Do you get down to 350? There's a possibility you get to 350. You can see right now it's using this 200-day as its support at 408. It's below there right now, uh, but it could get under that 200-day. That it's it's a you know tough business to be in the streaming business. You got to strike with the writers and the actors, uh, so you have limited content. I know I was on there last night trying to find something, couldn't find anything to watch. It's all boring. I'm watching some a uh, zombie show um, that looks like it's low uh, low cost, 
But I like Netflix. I'm still holding Netflix at about 420, 430 somewhere is my average uh, purchase price. Um, so if you want it, I think it's buy. I think it's just under the two, just over the 200 day. Hold on one second, Daisy, stop! <laughs> Got to yell at the dog. She's crying because she wants me to pick up her blanket. That's all she's crying about. She's not hurt. She's sitting there at her bl- at her uh, bed, sitting there staring at the blanket, crying. So she just needs to stop. Daddy's got to work. That that's what it is. Um, Starbucks. Howard Schultz, who came back in uh, when the company was dealing with, ironically, some some union stuff, like the the auto workers are working. Uh, he announced he's stepping down from the board. Um, and Starbucks kind of took a hit. Uh, it's up 0.06. I say buy it under 100. I, I think Starbucks under 100 is a freaking gift. Uh, I think it's a legendary company. Now, what you have to understand, and I did this charting. Here's Starbucks trading at 97.01. I charted this one against the S&P and against McDonald's. When you look at a five-year, Starbucks is up 76%. The S&P is up 53%. McDonald's is up 73%. So long-term, it has been a good stock. The bad news is, look at that middle part. You're up 122% and you've just slid down. That was since 2021. Now, if we go down to a three-year on this one, oh, do I have to redo it? Yeah. No. Ooh, it kept it. If we go down to a three-year, you can see Starbucks here in 2022. They were down. They came back up. Um, Starbucks over three years is up 11%. The S&P is up 32%. And McDonald's is up 27%. So short term, you can tell as we shrink down, uh, Starbucks is greatly underperforming everything. The S&P and McDonald's. Starbucks year to date down 3%. S&P up 16%. McDonald's is up 7%. If we go six months, Starbucks is down 2%. S&P up 15%. McDonald's up 6.44%. Even five days. Look. Starbucks is 0.83%. S&P is only up 0.11, so it's outperforming that, but McDonald's is up 1.18. McDonald's has been the high flyer. If you do this, McDonald's has beaten Starbucks, but for the long term, it's kind of even. So here's the thing in my mind, and think about this from a, from a business perspective. People want coffee. Where are they going for coffee? If you basically want food and coffee, you ain't going to a Starbucks because their food freaking sucks. If they got food in Starbucks that was equivalent in taste to McDonald's. Now, the the Starbucks crowd ain't going to buy McDonald's food. They're going to Starbucks for coffee. It's the ancillary stuff that sucks. So when somebody wants something to eat, they're going to McDonald's. And what are they getting at McDonald's if they just don't want to, they want to make one trip? They're getting coffee, so they're not going to Starbucks. And what has McDonald's done? They've gotten better coffee. What has Dunkin' Donuts done? They've gotten better coffee. They're getting better at this. So Starbucks has some competition. So it's time for them to step up to the plate and change some things. Get some other stuff in there. And that's essentially their problem right now. I think they're doing a good business. You can see 75 cents per share, 74 cents per share. That's what created this gap. And then they got a dollar per share. But they guided lower. And when you guide lower and you expect lower uh, lower earnings, the market's going to take you down. I wouldn't say buy this right now because you're at $97. You do have confirmation. You could buy it and, and enjoy the 3% up to 100 But that 200-day is still moving down. 
I would like to wait to see this uh, 50-day move a little bit more uh, positive. You can see the 9 days moving positive. The 21-day has started to turn around. I'd like to see this 50-day start to move positive because in my mind, it's going to take a long term to get this over this 200-day at 100 and back up to this 110 to 113. So in, in Starbucks, I like that one. Uh, Arm, is I don't think it's open yet, but Arm is the Arm Holdings. Uh, this one, there's no candles. Uh, it's opening up at 51. Uh, it's at the high range. People have asked me, should I get into this one? I say you can trade it if it's got confirmation. Take your profits. IPOs like this have shown they do absolutely do not make sense for you to hold. I mean, we went over it yesterday. Look at the Uber IPO. Um, when, you, when you look at it from a monthly standpoint, look at when they went public and, and look at what happened. You went from 40 all the way down. And yes, it was um, you know COVID, but you went down to $13. I, I think that's where you're seeing ARM going. I think you'll get into the 40s. You'll be at 51 when it opens up. Uh, it's one of the high, most highly anticipated ones, but I think you'll get down there uh, to 40s. And I think you could nibble on it at 40s. Uh, if it's it's like other IPOs, you might get down to 30s. Uh, let's talk about NVIDIA. NVIDIA doesn't have a buy in the algorithm. Probably going to get one soon. You can see the MACD kind of crossing up here a little bit. Um, the RSI is down at 46. Uh, this is from the previous earnings at 372, was providing some support. In my mind, the support right now is at 433. I'll be adding more at 455. I like this one as we get the MACD up. Um, on this one, uh, October is an event where they announce some new stuff. I think they're going to blow people away. Just understand. Here's what you have to understand. As uh, AMD gets their new chip, as some other people get some new chips in the market that are AI focused, that's where you get competition with NVIDIA. Right now, the past two earnings uh, where they earned a dollar nine, where they earned $2.70, they have pricing power. Nobody is competing with uh, NVIDIA right now. They have pricing power. They won't have that forever. So what you want to do is you want to take advantage of that. When they announce new stuff in October, that stuff probably isn't coming out until you know next year at the earliest, if not the following year. So when they announce new products, it takes a while to get into the 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 um, uh, the, the the ecosystem. So just to understand. Insiders, here's here's what I want really wanted to show you. If we go over to Finviz and we look at NVIDIA and we go down to the bottom, the CEO, Jensen Wong, uh, he's selling a bunch. I mean, he he's selling a lot. A lot. You can see September 5th, 14 million. Uh on September 6th, 14 million. On September 7th, 14 million. On September 11th, 14 million. Uh on September 12th, 14 million. Uh, these are scheduled and, and it's basically he's taking his salary. I mean, you know, the guy's a billionaire. Uh, give him some 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 money. He hasn't sold in the past. I don't think this is anything necessarily be worried about. You can see he's selling on the way down. They're scheduled. That's not what you want is to sell on the way down. But he's releasing a bunch of shares out there. It's, it's putting pressure on the stock. That's a lot to sell. It's a, a kind of news to the market. Again, you're up year to date 211%. So understand if you buy this now at 450, um, you know, my hope is that you're at 500 sometime between now and next year. It's a 10% move. You could take it, but 
The valuation is enormous. The PE is 109. Forward PE is 27. They're going to need to continue to grow at the pace that they are. The average target price is 623. Uh, the most recent upgrades, August 24th, 745 and 600. So significantly above where they are now. Um, so I, I like this stock. I, I'm going to own more of it. I'm going to buy more of it. Uh, let's talk about Schwab. The financials have not been performing. Bank of America is just under 30. Um, it is at, Bank of America is at 29. Uh, oof, God, Trend is a little bit slow right now. Uh, let's highlight this one. Or it's my internet. I don't think my internet's bad because I'm still live on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. But, trans- ooh, Transpider's bad. Let me hit the pause button real quick. I'll be right back. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Transpider took a hiccup. <laughs> uh, probably playing an update. They are, um, what's it called? Uh, Scrum or whatever product management stuff, agile. They're agile. So essentially they do updates on the fly. Uh, They probably shouldn't do it during the thing, but maybe we had a little hiccup. Not sure exactly what happened, but everything's back to normal. Uh, We're talking Schwab. Uh, Schwab, you got June 28th, $55 uh, buy here. You kind of just capitulated after earnings uh, up 15%, 15% gain August 11th. So from June uh, 27th to August 11th, made a nice 15%. You could have gotten out even higher if you didn't wait for the algorithm because you were just capitulating right here. I thought it was going another leg higher, but the Bollinger Band cinched up. You can see right there. And boom, we went almost a week, uh, August 11th down to August 24th. You went from 65 to about 58. You're sitting at about 59. You're using 60 as kind of your um, your, your kind of push-off point. You're using the 200-day as support right now. Uh, the 50-day is negative. You're touching the 50-day, the 9-day, and the 21-day. I don't know if I'd get into this one now, but I do think under 60 is a good price for this one. The problem is... You just have more bank issues. Like I was saying, Bank of America. There's there's a couple that I own. Bank of America, under 30, buy it. It's up 1% today at 29.29. I think anything under 30, you can absolutely buy that one. Um, Goldman Sachs, I think you can buy this one at 337. We talked about Goldman Sachs being a great buy down here at, at closer to 300. 324 was the buy-in on that one. Um, as far as financials goes, Morgan Stanley is one that I own. Uh, Morgan Stanley is one that has run up of recent. Uh, again, just like ev- everything else with the last earnings, it ran up to 94. It's at 88. Got beaten down. Uh, I own Wells Fargo. Um, Wells Fargo is WFC. This one is one of Warren Buffett's favorite ones. I think it's anything close to 40, if you buy it, I, like I said, under 40 was a great price for this one. You could have sold it up here at 48. I mean, buy at 37, sell at 48, great price. You got this gap up here at 44. It's at 42 right now. I own this one as well. Uh, let's talk about a fintech one. Um, Jim Cramer, and I'll put this, do I have it still up? Let's go to the inverse Jim Cramer. Uh, the inverse Jim Cramer account. Uh, inverse, oh, why am I not typing correctly? Because it got my fingers on a different... Uh, Okay, it's a little slow. You know what I found? Most of these uh, websites don't like Safari. I love Safari. 
But here's here's the quote. Uh, Jim has loved PayPal for two years at 200 250 and even $300. Now at 63 he doesn't want to own the stock, and it's a value trap. Yeah. L- load up, boys. We ride at dawn. Let's load up. I mean, here's... Uh, we're going to close that one. Let's go to PayPal. Because he's right. The stock has just been a, a horrific, horrific, um, you know, loser. But you have to cross up at 63.48. You're at 63.57. I, in my mind, I think this gap even up here uh, at 83 to 85 is in target. Now you have a new CEO, CEO coming in. I think this is a great opportunity to get in. Um, don't expect this one to be at 120 anytime soon. I think this one, you take your profits when you can. You can see the buy-in in here at 50, 59, and then you had a 2% profit. You could have gotten your, you know, up here at 63. You could have gotten your uh, 4 or 5% profit. I think you take profits on this one when you can. I do agree with uh, the, the inverse that this is a time to buy, not to sell. Jim Cramer's out of his fucking mind. Now, inversely, uh, I agree with Cramer that the Oracle sell-off is overdone. Buy into this one. Uh, I like I've liked Oracle since '60s. I mean, I've been bringing it up as a podcast favorite. I don't even think I have it in the the core portfolio, just because it's been one of those that it hasn't participated a ton. Today, it's up 1.69 percent. You're at 113. I think you fill this gap to 125, and I think you take off again. Now, we don't have confirmation. We're below that nine day. We're below the 50 day. We're using this 200 day at 111 as your support. That's your support right now. You can see it broke through there. But anytime you break below that 200 day, you have been rewarded in this stock. Let's take this back. This is a four hour chart. Uh, The last time it broke below that 200 day, March 16th. Boy, does that look familiar where it just breaks below and then it takes off? That was at 82. 82. That was just earlier this year. Uh, the last, the other time when it broke below the 200 day, September, 2022 to only go down to the October lows at 62. You've doubled your money since October of last year. One year you've doubled your money. So when it goes below that 200 day, doesn't mean it's always going to, you know, uh, go back up. Maybe that 200 day winds up going negative. Um, you know, and, and we're just in a long-term bubble kind of thing. But I think this company is is poised to be a very good company. They are taking Uber from on-premise to cloud. Uh, they have a ton of AI stuff. You can see, here's the October lows, October 2022. And, and you're nowhere near your, your 200-day. But on the short-term chart, you are on your 200-day. Your 50-day is still moving positive. Uh, this is a weekly chart, by the way. So I, I think I, I agree with Kramer. This one's overdone and you can buy into it. I like that one. Uh, let's talk about the scans. And what what do I mean when scans? I use my scanner in TrendSpider to say, okay, what are the bullish stocks that I want to buy into right now? Which one does the algorithm say on the current candle you should buy into? AMD, 107. I bought in at 109. It's using this 200-day as its kind of resistance and support. It's just kind of fluttering all the way since August 15th. One month, it's fluttered. Between 101, it used 100, and 110. So you can use this one uh, to continually buy in. You could day trade this one. You could swing trade this one for a nice 5 6% gain. AMD I like. One that I am taking out of the core portfolio, but it is in the S&P, 
uh, and it is in the NASDAQ, and I think it's not in the Dow, but it's Target. It has a cross up here at 122. Now, I said at 124, I was holding on to it. I'm still holding on to it. I just don't want to sell into weakness. Uh, I just think that this stock is, is just overdone and it's beaten down too much. Yeah, their management sucks. And that's why I'm taking it out of the core portfolio. But I am still holding on to this. I think my average purchase price is around 111. But if we take a look at a weekly of this one, take a look at how much this one has pulled back. You are back to June 2020 levels. June 2020. That's about when I bought this. I think I bought it about 111. So I've held on to this for two year, for three years. And I was up. I mean, we're talking a nice 259 was the 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 tar, the, the price. You're talking a hundred percent gain. I didn't, I believed in it through this entire downturn. I believed in this. And, and yes, they they had this death cross, and I should have seen it. Should have sold at that death cross at 166. But I didn't think it was going to hold. It's held. Management is just shit in this one. So at some point, I'm taking my money and I'm going to run, but. It's not right now. Coke has a cross up. I talk about this all the time. It's under 60. We had a cross up yesterday or a couple of days ago at 58. Cross up today at 58. 58.33 is where you're trading. It's down 0.19. This will go back to 60. Absolutely, it will go back to 60. That 50 day is still turning negative. There's some negative things on this for cost and recession and blah, blah, blah. Just buy it, compound it, throw a bunch of your money in there. Uh, Don't make it your largest position. You'll underperform in Coke, but good dividend, safe stock to buy for the long term. Qualcomm, uh, Qualcomm had a cross up yesterday, one thirteen forty four. I think Qualcomm has a really good chance. It, it will get some resistance at this two hundred day, like you saw here, September fifth. It's going to have some resistance at the two hundred day, which is one fifteen. But I do think that this gap between one twenty two and one twenty eight gets filled. Uh, they are providing the 5G chips for Apple through 2026. You saw that bump. Good news means good stock price. So I, I like that one. TSM, uh, new chips were announced for uh, the, the iPhone. Uh, new chips were announced for the uh, Apple Watch. So you've got some opportunities here for Taiwan Semi to make some new chips, blah, blah, blah. 9122, buy it under 100. It'll get back over 100. I'm telling you. Uh, the only reason Warren Buffett sold out of this, he said, it's not worth the risk to uh, to to invest in Taiwan right now. But I mean, we need them. It's not like Intel's coming out with a huge thing, uh, a, a huge plant to build in the next six months. It's going to take years for that. Years. And, you know, right now, Intel. Uh, this was the buy. I mean, look at the button hook. You're seeing it right now. Thirty eight. You're seeing the button hook come out, but that 50 day is still moving up. That 200 day is still moving up. This is a positive moving stock. Uh, but Taiwan Semi is the one with the cross up. Uh, and the final cross up is Sark. This is the uh, innovation ETF short. So it shorts uh, ARKK. So the belief is in my algorithm that you're going to short ARKK. You can see this one had a buy in here at 33. Got a nice 8% gain. Buying at 33, you could have sold when it hit the 200-day at 39. That's a 20% gain. Even if you listen to the algorithm, it's 10% gain, 8.19. So there's some opportunities in the market. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, I am probably going to buy a couple today. So I would say if you uh, don't follow me, go to Linktree 
uh, dash daily stock pick, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. Here's all my links. You can get Trend Spider. So if you click on this one uh, and then you go to the pricing, plans and pricing, you'll see you'll get the best pricing that you have. Like today, it's up to 50% off. Um, even though my link is supposed to get you 25 on a regular day, you got the summer sale. So click on my link. Understand that if you click on my link and then you sign up, uh, you have to just send the, the process is click on the link, sign up, and then send me an email. Well, where, where's your email address? It's right here. Right here, you, you just click on that. It's dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. Um, so that's how to get TrendSpider. Sign up, boom, boom, boom. Join Weeble. And, and if you don't want to pay for TrendSpider, Weeble has the best desktop software for charting. You can do four-hour. You can do a lot of things in, in Weeble. There's a lot of uh, things you can't do, like backtesting, um, creating algorithms, uh, but you can scan, you can do watch lists, you can do all that in Weeble. I don't provide you any of that, but if you click on that link, you get free stocks. Uh, just deposit th- anywhere from $3 to $3,000 and you get stocks. My Weeble account, so we know, I put $1,000 in there at the beginning of the year. Um, my Weeble account right now, $2,300. I think it was up at twenty five. dollars but Apple has taken me down. Apple is by far my largest position. Uh, I'm up 22% on Apple Caterpillar. I'm up 6%. I still hold Boeing. I am down 2% on Boeing. I was up like 10% on Boeing. So um, uh, keep an eye on that one. Uh, And down uh, next one is the Daily Stock Pick newsletter. It's uh, dailystockpick.substack.com. I provide a free newsletter every day with everything that I talk about on the podcast. So sign up, dailystockpick.substack.com. The paid newsletter is just weekend stuff where you get some education. If you want to support me, just sign up for the newsletter. Um, It's $8 per month or $80 for the year, however, whichever one you want to do. I I think it's pretty good. I I get some pretty good feedback on that one. Uh, If you're paying any more than, uh, I think it's up to $30 a month. I think they did that. Visible right here, $20 off your first month. Just sign up. Uh, You know, I use Visible myself. Again, the things that I point to to you guys, it's things that I use myself. I pay for Visible. Join and get $20 off your first month. Use that link. Uh, The next link, if you're in the market for a Tesla, uh, you know, say I made you, you know, a couple hundred grand, go buy a Tesla. Go buy a Tesla. I don't know why the access is denied. Um, Ooh, I'll have to look at that. Maybe the link isn't working, but uh, I'll look at it. I'll get it up there. Uh, Go and look at that link. Uh, Savvy Trader, and this was what I was saying is I'm probably going to do some trading. SavvyTrader.com slash daily stock pick. I have two portfolios. There's a trading portfolio. 30 days, I'm down 0.46%, probably because of Sedge. Um, yeah, let's, let, let's look. We'll go here. Um, and oh, let me sign in. Uh, daily stock pick three at gmail.com. We'll sign in here and we'll look at my portfolio. Trading portfolio. This is the one. And let's go over to all. What this does, this is the greatest journaling program. So you can see uh, AMD, I'm down 3%. DraftKings, I'm up 8.61%. NVIDIA, I'm down 2%. Uh, PayPal, I'm up down 7%. Netflix, down 7%. Uh, Uber, um, this is the allocation, how much... AMD is my largest position. SMCI, I'm down 2% at 271. I think that one's going to cover a gap. I'm up 11% in Shopify. 
I'm up uh, 9% in Palantir. Uh, so you can see, just based on um, allocation, I'm kind of even on Uber. Ulta, I'm down 9.68%. Should have bought Elf. Uh, Should have bought Elf like Sherry did. Uh, but if you want to follow me, what it does is it will put out, uh, if we look at the history here, you'll get in your email uh, when I trade. So if I'm doing anything, that's a great one to follow. Uh, Savvy Trader. There's my YouTube. There's a thing. If you make money, all I ask is you can gift me with Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, whichever one you want. If you don't have PayPal, sign up for Venmo. Uh, if you don't have uh, Venmo, you can sign up for Venmo here. That's my personal one. Um, I like Venmo. It's my favorite. So you got everything there. I will be back tomorrow. If you have any questions, hit me up. Thanks, you guys, for your patience. I'll talk to you later. 